and the Chiefs respond with the big hits of their own. Now, good Chiefs support at the stadium today. Let's go! News, views, and behind-the-scenes chats from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Welcome to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. We're back. Uh, as we, we enter the new season, a friendly start next week. Um, here at Sandy Park today, though, for Stino's testimonial. Uh, about 7,000 people, seven to 8,000 people in the stadium. Uh, amazing. I've just managed to uh, blag my way onto the pitch, so I'm going to track down some stars, some originals, see who I can find, uh, see if I can catch the man Stino naturally. Uh, he's very popular. Uh, 69-65. It was close. It was close. Those classic lines were coming back. Uh, but uh, Chiefs or Stino's Chiefs 15, as, as they're called, I did manage to edge it. Let's see who we can track down. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. They let you on then, Bentley. They most certainly did. I was fortunate that the uh, guys that were really doing the do on that fateful day back at Bristol uh, are injured. I was injured at that time. Now it's my time to shine. I really enjoyed being on the field with some absolute luminaries and legends of the Exeter Chiefs, none more so than Mr. Clive, Stuart Smith. Clive, it's great to welcome you here onto the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Thank you, Christopher. So how was that for you then? Yeah, that was a special moment, I think. Pretty much everyone feels feels the same. It's it's just an unbelievable day for Stino, and we're glad we can all be here to support it. And what do you make of the work that Bentley's been doing in the gym to sort this gut out? He's been I working mean, hard early mornings. Some things, silence just says everything. Yeah, I agree, especially on the radio, dead air. That's what you want. <laughs> and bring them back in. And bring them back. <laughs> but, uh, fantastic, 8,000 people at Sandy Park for a testimonial game, testament to what Gareth Steenson has done. Uh, I think the boys are going to enjoy themselves this evening very much so. And who do you reckon got the biggest cheer? Was it, uh, was it Budgie at the beginning? I think, I think Budgie and David Flatman, everybody likes to see. It's almost, they're like people, only bigger. Um, and there he is. Yes. Get him over. Get him uh, over. Budge, Budge, come and say hello on the podcast. Come and say hello on the Chiefs podcast. I'll We're just saying it how you got the... Uh, oh, he's signing this shirt. Uh, Budgie, big cheer for you as you came out there. Yeah, that no, was quite good, eh? Quite, um... Nah, it was quite a lot. I enjoyed it. Uh, have you missed Sandy Park then? Yeah, yeah. No, I missed the, yeah, you know, the boys and that. Um, and the good good welcome down here, the good ethos. You know, there's a lot of good times out down here. Uh, and a question I've got for you. What's life like for you at the moment? So what, what do you what do? you Because do? you wear army and stuff like that. What what does a normal week look like for Budgie now? Um, well, I'm back at work um, every day, you know. In the mornings, PT in the mornings. And that, the old big eight milers and, and all that military PT. And I was still playing semi rugby too, you know, down at, in the Welsh leagues there. So playing down there, back to the old bit of a grassroots dirt tracks again. You, you still looked as aggressive as ever. I can remember the uh, up at Worcester, where the first time that Chiefs qualified for, for Europe oh, yeah. uh, for the Heineken Cup, and, and the aggression you gave in that last few minutes of the game was no different today, really. Um, no, it's quite good. Eh? It's, you know, you always had that competitive edge in your, in your, in your, in your system. You know what I mean? So they just wanted to have a good time, you know. Plus, big day for Stino too, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, we all came to the club at the same time as him. And, uh, you know, it's just a good day for him, huh? And it's a good day to run around with the old boys again. Great to talk to you, Budgie. Good to meet you. News, views, and behind-the-scenes chat from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Another big name around these parts. Uh, we know him uh, lovingly as Beast. Whoa! What, so what was your job today? I thought they would let you on. No, uh, there's uh, some things you just don't get involved in, and then and playing rugby is not them anymore. You know, uh, you just got to know your place, and my place is in the, on the dugout and the sideline, and just uh, yeah, make sure Tony Rowe was still breathing when he came off. <laughs> so, uh, put into words from your point of view, what, what today has meant for, for you and the boys as the inner sanctum at the Chiefs. Uh, I think that the whole day's 
about one person, and that's that's about Stino. And uh, I think we've all been fortunate that he's been part of uh, of, of, of the, obviously a team we've played in, a club we're involved in, and um, and the fact that uh, you know celebrating his 10 years with us is, is is a huge thing. And I think that's the important part. You know, it's a it's a great day. These people have come out in, in, the, in their thousands to. Uh, to, to come here to Sandy Park, and that's to support Stino, and obviously, uh, you know, see a few few great old faces uh, don don the turf at Sandy Park again, which is which is a great thing to do. So, run it up a nutshell. Fantastic day for the club, and that's what it's about, the club. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. I've tracked down the uh, the other big signing for today, Jack Noel. How was it to get on, buddy? Oh, mate, you know it was brilliant. Um, I wasn't obviously going to play that long, but you know, just to be part of it was was enough for me. But then, you know, to actually take the field of the boys was, was pretty cool. As you can see, I was staying away from contact uh, quite a lot, throwing the ball away. But you know, it was, it was awesome to be out there. So they weren't really going to let you have 40 minutes, and I guess they need to keep you fresh, ready for the season. Certainly not. I know. I'm in. I'm in my bit of time off at the moment now. So, uh, but I'm actually. I'm, I start again on Monday, so I've had five weeks off. Uh, it's been nice to chill out, put my feet up a bit, go away. Um, but yeah, it all starts again on Monday, new season. News, views, and behind-the-scenes chat from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Finally, I managed to track down Steno. How are you, mate? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, really good day, wasn't it? We're, you know, going to right, and it was pretty much a full stadium. Um, it was pretty, pretty special and pretty humbling. And uh, I've talked to a lot of the boys whilst I've been wandering around trying to find you, and they've talked about kind of calls still being the same and things starting to slot back into place. Some of the older boys who haven't played for a while, Richie Baxter saying he's blown some cobwebs out, they'll feel it tomorrow. What was it like for you? Because you're at the, the pinnacle at the minute, just won the Prem. How many memories came back today? Oh, huge. Like yesterday, whenever we all got back together, it was, uh, it was pretty special. Um, uh, just getting into the change and coming in for the team run. It was a bit slower than what I'm used to, really, but... Um, as the game, it was really good. I think it was really entertaining from a supporter's point of view. and It was a really good day, and I'm, I'm pleased it went so well. And you got yourself a try as well. Tyndall yeah. couldn't get you. We saw him trying. I don't know if he was really trying too hard, to be fair. Uh, you know, I, 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 thankfully, he didn't chase me down too hard, but it, you know, it was nice to cross the, cross the, cross the line. And I'll be adding out the amount of tries I've scored for extra chiefs, that's for sure. Uh, and this kicks off a year of, uh, of testimonial events. What's up next? Is it cookies and coffee? Yeah, so we're doing uh, for the Macmillan uh, Council support, sort of like a coffee morning. So we're waiting to hear when the European fixtures come out, exactly what the date will be for that. So hopefully we'll hear that during the week. Um, we'll get that out there. And then the next real big event will be in November time. So uh, for a Steno and Friends night. And then later in the year, is it a Celtic night? And then there's the, the golf as well. Have I read, remembered that right? Yeah, you've got that right. Yes, we'll have a Celtic night. In, you'd uh, think I'd prepped, wouldn't you? You'd think, but in March time. So we've got something in March and then finishing the golf there. Uh, at the end of the year but uh, I'm not sure there might be a couple other things happening throughout the year but at the minute that's what we've got uh, so tonight then uh, rehydration yeah pretty much but uh, similar to yesterday as well um, yeah no we're just going to sit down and be nice there's a lot of boys travel a long way and I'm very grateful to the lads who've come out and you know from both teams really and uh, like I said it's a very humbling experience and I'm looking forward to going and sharing a drink with them this is the Exeter Chiefs podcast track down another number 10 Tony Yap how are you buddy yeah, not too bad at the moment. I think I may feel it a little bit more in the morning, but uh, no, it was good to get back out of the field uh, with a lot of familiar faces. Uh, that said, you know, the initially having not played for probably two, three years, uh, the excitement of getting out there and trying to run around and do everything, 
quickly realise that's not the case anymore. And you've got to find your way in. And uh, once you get into it, it's not too bad. But you know, I think it was playing good spirits. You know, both teams trying to run the ball. You know, and uh, you know, it was good fun. It was good fun. So when you were pro, what were the things that hurt the most the next day? I'm just just kind of getting you into the frame now for tomorrow morning. Yeah, you just saw body. I think I think uh, you know early on in my career, you sort of wake up in the morning and you'd be a bit sore, and then a couple of days later, it'd be pretty much back to normal. Uh, as you get older, it takes a little bit longer to recover. Uh, I realised it was probably time to knock it on the head when I had to come down sideways on a Sunday morning rather than front first. Uh, coming down sideways on a Sunday morning is a pretty good indication that your, your time's pretty much up, I think. So, um, But no, it, you know, it's going to be sore tomorrow, but you know, like I've said already, I've got the rest of my life to get over it. So, And who were the, uh, the kind of most dangerous on the pitch today for the uh, for Classic Lions and who were you? Uh, who was keeping you busy? Uh, you know, you know, it was quite nice. We, we know quite a few of the guys over there. Um, Junior Paramore and Jason Forster, both, I played with both of those guys for two years at Bedford, so I know them really well. Um, you know, Will James, another another guy I know very well as well from his time at Plymouth and haven't played against him a lot. So, you know, they're just littered with class players and, you know, you think there's one or two that are sort of a little bit good but then all of a sudden they move the ball around and everyone's got the ability and I think second half I think that first 15 minutes they really upped their game and actually started to show what they can do and we were pretty fortunate we were able to, to get a few and, points in it at one yeah, point yeah it got as well. really close and you know I think their mentality just changed a little bit uh, start the second half we sort of everyone looked around at each other on the bench thinking I'm probably done now not sure if we want to go back on there but you know I think everyone sort of went out there give it the best shot it was played in good spirits and uh, you know I think hopefully the, most of the people I've spoken to have said they've enjoyed it as well so news views and behind the scenes chat from sandy park this is the exeter chiefs podcast track down phil dolman now uh, to get on the podcast how was that watching for you buddy so you sat there with the uh, on the subs bench yes yeah, i enjoyed watching it a bit good not to be out there and playing in it but um no, it, was, it was you know enjoyable watching a few of those guys struggle through uh 30 minute 30 minute spells and uh, coming off Big stand innovations. People like Sturge love that. So uh, nice cheer for Budgie as well. Just been chatting to him about that. Yeah. Fans favourite. Yeah, he is a fan favourite. Um, I love him. I love him. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good lad. He, he plays well. He enjoys. I suppose he enjoys coming down for this as well. I guess for, for you, uh, this uh, another kind of surreal moment in the history of the, of the club. So seven years ago, we come up, we win. We just won the Premiership. Now we're celebrating the great man Stino as we go into a, into yeah. the next season. I mean. How, how does it feel when you sort of stop and think about it? Or can know. you not stop and yeah, think about really it, Phil? Do. I don't think we really do stop and think about it. Uh, so that's something that's probably going to come when we finish finish playing and look back and think, actually, yes, you know, we obviously know that there's been a few special things done at this club over the time. So, you know, it's good that Stino gets his opportunity to celebrate that. And I think, we, we, you know, you can see by everyone who's turned out today, players and the crowd, that everyone enjoys it as well as much as we do. So, uh, um, you know, it's great great opportunity to cap off a, a good year last year and not uh, not usual to see you boys sat there and uh, having a Heineken uh, by the pitch that's not a normal thing at Sandy Park no 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 um, probably the first and last time we will be able to do that in the subs bench but um, no, it's good to you know, like you say having Heineken have a beer with, with the lads uh, the guys you played with and against a lot of the Lions guys as well you know it's, it's a real good opportunity to, to enjoy that and we've been talking to originals. We found another original now, an original of the actual radio show that used to be on Gemini. Ben, you're here to host today. What was it like to uh, to announce the boys onto the pitch? Oh, it was amazing. I was a little bit rusty actually because. Um, well, well, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I haven't done the tunnel for about five years, but and it's all changed now. You know, I get an earpiece and a, a walkie-talkie in the uh, the tunnel box now. It just used to be like a huge expanse. Now it's like the Starship Enterprise up there. <laughs> but um, no, it was great. And honestly, I mean. Uh, it's know. only the best now for me and Chubby 
Hey? It's only the best for me and Chubby now. <laughs> no, but it was great, you know, being up here. I think I did about five years up here on the town hall, and of course, you know, we launched the, uh, I can't remember what it was called in its first instance. I think it was just called the, uh, the Chief Sour, which then became the Pow Wow. And then uh, no, we had some brilliant times. And we now had, it's the podcast. And now the podcast. It was uh, Evolution. Je- That's it. You see, you got uh, you the got... baton of radio. <laughs> but yeah, Jason... and now we're on the BBC. It continues well, to grow. Where's it going to go next? That's the thing. It'll be worldwide soon. But no, I mean, great for me because obviously, you know, I knew, knew a lot of the guys from then. Um, you know, people like Ben Toss and um, like Clark. We back. all know him, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, Mark Foster is obviously here, and loads of the guys. So it was great to catch up with all of them. And um, yeah, I'd love to do it again. Shame I moved away, really. Richie Baxter, great to see you back on the pitch today big cheer for you how was it yeah it was okay it was okay not as bad as i thought it was going to be to be honest um but no really enjoyed it um you know more more pleased for the, the occasion gareth's had really um i think he could probably couldn't have wished for any more than what he's had today um so yeah just really pleased to be a part of it um you know for gareth really and, and the club body wise how did it feel any cobwebs yeah, to blow away no, there yeah plenty of cobwebs to blow away feels right legs are a bit sore now but i think tomorrow morning is going to be the going to be the killer um but no, like I said, really enjoyed playing with the guys again. Um, yeah, to be honest, bits of it felt like it was yesterday, to be honest. Um, well, I think but, Matt Jess felt like that as well as he was flying along the yeah, pitch many yeah. times. Luckily, we still had a few guys in our team who were playing a bit of rugby, which helped. <laughs> um, but no, it was brilliant. brilliant. And you couldn't convince Rob to come out and play, and I saw him slope past with a beer. No, no, although, you know, he has been doing a lot of training, so I was hopeful he might, he might put his boots on, but uh, no, he stayed well clear. Brett Sturgis, uh, you've come down from uh, the East Midlands for this. T- talk, talk me through it. What was it like being back on the pitch? Oh, you know, brilliant. It's virtually the occasion. So, you know, for top bloke, you know, uh, Gareth deserves everything what he gets this year. And what a way to start it, you know, a great turnout. And uh, personally, it was, you know, it's it always nice to come back and, 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 and I've visited and stuff. But to come back and actually have a run out on the turf again was, uh, was really nice. And again, with the guys, what we achieved so much with, um, yeah, it was, it was brilliant. And what have the last 12 months looked like for you away from, away from the Chiefs? So you, you're still involved with the rugby, aren't you? Yeah, I, I had a sort of transitional period last year. Obviously, after being in the game for so long, I didn't want to go you know, cold turkey kind of straight away. So uh, I played up in Amptal for a year um, as a player coach, and um, which was really good. It was real good to sort of a, a trans, transition into you know, normal working life. Um, and then uh, I'm this, this year, I'm at my local club at, at Kettering um, and doing a lot more, hopefully, coaching uh, with the first and seconds and maybe there's in a pipeline to do some stuff with the younger guys as well with the East Midlands so yeah still in the game which is important I think when you've been in it so long you, you know to, to just come away with it and not play it, was, it would you know it's not you know what I didn't want that so yeah I'm enjoying stuff but it's always nice to come back down here I miss it a lot so and, and you're being assaulted now by Big Chief he's That's giving it. you a big hug I know yeah love's know. never gone yeah exactly yeah how was that for you buddy good to see you back on the pitch too yeah yeah it wasn't too bad um, it was a good show out here today big crowd for the boys and just good to see some familiar Faces. Yeah. And what did you make of the uh, the new signings, the new front row? What was it, uh, Ben? You called it the the oldest and newest front row in the league, or the Chiefs have ever seen. What did you make of the boys running yeah, out there? I think uh, Tony's first showing got a bit carried away, and he got <laughs> got yellow carded. So he tried to try to stoke the ball in the scrum, but uh, no, it's good to see them out there. Eh? Yeah. So were you at the dinner last night? Um, no, no. So I arrived uh, late last night, got into the country about 12 o'clock. So in Exeter, got in here about 1 o'clock. So, uh, and where are you now? You I'm in Oyen, back in, fr- in France. So uh, living the French life now. <laughs> <laughs> Good to speak to you. You too, mate. Cheers, mate. Andy Burkett. Uh, we know him now as the BBC's Andy Burkett. <laughs> Others will know him as the Chiefs and the Pirates' Andy Burkett. You've got a score, mate. Yeah, never in doubt, was it? Never in doubt. Oh, no, I didn't really look like scoring all game, but Jesse, thankfully, was very generous, and I bothered to run alongside him 
in his third gear. I was in eighth, <laughs> and uh, thankfully he gave me the ball at the end. So yeah, it was nice, nice for him to score a try. I never scored too many. And um, I, I saw last night a little bit of stick on on Twitter. People didn't like that Natalie was pulling your leg. Yeah, I think maybe a couple of people, you know, misunderstood. You know, she's she always has a little dig at me whenever she gets a chance. There's nothing uh, malicious in it. I think she just enjoys giving me a bit of stick, and I don't mind taking it. You know, I think I uh, put myself out there for it. And what's next? Are you uh, heading to the bar? A few beers, celebrate Stino? I tell you what, they've got pizza in the change room and beer. This is something that never used to happen in my day. Oh, they seem to do that all the time here now. Yeah, I'm out of touch with this stuff. I wish I was, to be honest, I was always a bit too heavy when I was playing. I'm heavy now, but I was heavy when I was playing. Pizza in the change room probably wouldn't have been a good thing back then. Hey, one of the first guests we had on the podcast, Nick Sestray, back in the kit, out on the pitch. Are you aching? Honestly, yes. Uh, the first five minutes was awful, but... Yeah, I went through this. I think I played about, about 40, 50 minutes and I really enjoyed it, honestly. It was brilliant to go back, bring all memories and uh, it's brilliant to be here today, honestly. Did you have that kind of thing where you kind of forgot that it was a testimonial? Did it feel like you were back there in Bristol? Were there any of those moments? <laughs> <laughs> no, with the pace, we could, we could feel that, yeah, we were in the old days. But um, yeah, it was some time in some action, yeah. It was, it was good to see Stino and Brian, you know. It's, uh, it brought so many, so many memories from this, yeah. I've tracked down Flats, uh, the man who has his own podcast. How's that going? Is it still alive? It's still alive. It's just um, in hibernation at the moment. Oh, this one's been on holiday for a few months. Yeah, I think Shanks is pretty keen to do more in the off-season, but I'm quite lazy, so um, that's that. And you've got yourself a new gig. You're on Channel 5. Did I see they signed you up? Yeah, signed us up. Uh, they bought the bake off. They got me in Durders, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal, you can imagine. Uh, Channel 5 have finally gone large. Um, although it turns out that the um, same production crew actually making the TV programme, so you still don't get any sandwiches or coffee. And it's, um, oh, really? Got bring your own, bring your own packed lunch. It's always, that. always something to moan about. Absolutely something to moan about. And, you know, you've got to drive yourself to the games. What? You know, I know. But you do get a Land Rover, don't you? It's, uh, I mean, I do get a Land Rover. That is true. I work for that Land Rover. So I don't you to think of it as a gift. I work for that. <laughs> it's a contra deal. Um, but admittedly, it does make it easier arriving in a five-litre Range Rover, I'll be honest it, with you. It does. Well, let, let's move on from that. Let's talk about the rugby. You, you've got a bit of a run out today. Yeah. How when was the last time you played? Do you know what? I, oh, well, I retired in uh, 2012, and I played one game for Mike Tindall, which I didn't want to play in. They stitched me up a few months ago at Minchinhampton, his local club. And this one, so these are my really only two games in five years, and I'd say this will probably be the last one. Um, I really enjoyed it, but... Um, yeah, I kind of, yeah, we warm up a little bit and then I'm running out to the game and I can feel my Achilles is jarring and I'm thinking, is it going to snap at Why some am I point? Doing this? Yeah, I ran out for the second half again and it stiffened up and I'm thinking, is it going to snap? And it didn't, which is great, but at some point it might. So I'm thinking, well, probably call it a Doris Day at this point. Well, at seven or 8,000, you come down to Sandy Park, Park a lot. You know how, how they love the Chiefs in this part of the world and, and especially love Steno. I think that's been reinforced today as well, isn't it? Yeah, and I think a lot, a lot of it is to do with Steno. Um, a lot of it's to do with the club, the city, and just, uh, you know, people have said this stuff a lot, but I've said it a million times, and I get accused of being biased towards Chiefs now on social media, and I've never played for the Turk Club. And as a former but, Bath player? Yeah, but it, it, it's an odd one, but um, I just think that they're a club that do things right, and how many club owners, I know he's chairman, Tony, how many club chairmen would run out and in his kit, you know, with yeah. his knobbly old knees out and all that sort of stuff, and actually affect, you know, have, a, have the crack like Tony did today in this game how many how many chairmen would do that I don't think there are many and it's one of those things that you know I did a testimony and all the lads said don't even bother asking for a game you won't get one and they don't you know the, most clubs don't buy tables at their players events let alone give them events and give them games and it's like no got to take care of the pitch no cost too much to rent the ground no 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 
health and safety actually chiefs say yeah we can do that we love you we'll reward you and this is you know this is about making money for a couple of great charities and for a great player but it's about more than that it's about a club actually doing stuff right it's just if you were an amateur who loved the game and you could design how a pro club worked this would be how you'd design it it's great news views and behind the scenes chat from sandy park this is the exeter chiefs podcast back with ben and we're hunting down originals who have you found for me ben well i found uh, mark foster who of course was uh, one of the originals from the uh, the chiefs hour the powwow as it was called and i think i'm right the uh, first man to score a premiership try for the exeter chiefs yep correct didn't get any today uh, but yeah the first one against my old team in fact again, i think i ran around tins to get it yeah um, which was nice because it was my old, it was my old team i'd left the the pre- uh, season prior, prior to that so very enjoyable day for all um, hopefully the fans have enjoyed it some very drunk looking Dev- Devonians in the stands I'm looking forward to getting in amongst them in about 15 minutes and so yeah the side is already going so y- yeah, yeah. you won't be far off no no well most to be honest most of the classic Lions squad didn't get in until about half past five this morning and so yeah a lot of them just topping up now so I've been in had my usual like recovery shake a couple of slices of pizza a <laughs> couple of ciders I-, I won't be going in the ice bath I can tell you that um, potentially got a good give uh, Brett Sturgis a like dusting on his ball patch later but apart, <laughs> apart from that no I'm just uh, quite nice from a sentimental point of view um, as a guy who's been away from Sandy Park for a little bit what was it like running out today being back on the pitch hearing that crowd hearing the chop being here for Stino it's scarily familiar even last night we came to do a run through and you just kind of you go through these motions and you know, a lot of these guys we went through hell with um, you know just beating each other and tearing everyone around each other limb from limb on a weekly basis and so it's just amazing to be back out here. You just still get that little little bit of a buzz, that little bit of tingle, and we're like, well, this is a sociable match. No I've still kill- got it, I've still got well, it. It's like, no one's going to kill each other, but if someone comes at me and they're flat out, you know, probably going to have to put like a pretty sen- sensible shot in. The first one I had was Will James, who I used to play with at Gloucester. He was like six foot eight, bald Welshman. <laughs> and he actually moved the pass on and ended up being really bad clattering in the ribs. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, no, amazing to come back. The fans are, you know, as as noisy and as, as jubilant as ever um, and some lovely old faces like I've just seen the guy who used to be our steward down there um, and so you know, it's, it's always a pleasure and um, hopefully we'll do it again in the next few years Let's ask you one final question um, talk us through your uh, kick which set up Sino's try um, I didn't want it there was like six of them running at me and I just saw an opportunity to get rid of the ball <laughs> um, luckily you know with my cultured right foot which I'm obviously known for um, just like sliced it across the pitch it was actually a drop goal attempt but actually had to be a crossfield <laughs> kick to Stino and luckily went under the sticks and at that point I realised that I wasn't going to offer anything more to this game and sub myself um, <laughs> with about half an hour to go so and I had a tribute in the stands I was like this is the way to enjoy Devon <laughs> with a local ale in the stand watching rugby I was like does it get any better and the answer's clearly no I've tracked down another original TJ you're looking, uh, you're looking very fit and healthy Yes, this uh, new new training program I'm doing actually. Oh really? Is it? Tell, tell me all about that. P- PTTJ. Yeah, doing uh, some personal training, personal coaching, and trying to help a few people uh, get back on the uh, on the exercise routine, reach their goals. So it's good fun. So let's talk about today then. Um, not long since you've been here anyway, yeah. because you've only just just finished at the club. What was it like running out for Stino? It's great. It was it's a great occasion. Um, it, the game was played in in the really in a really good spirit. It wasn't it wasn't too full on. It wasn't too soft. It was just. Um, played against a real good bunch of boys played with a good, really good bunch of boys it's been a fantastic day last night was a good, great success and we're looking forward to uh, to uh, sending him off in style this evening I think and were there any tactics discussed ahead of the game were there any big key things that you wanted to happen or was it let's just go out there have a laugh and uh, enjoy yeah, the afternoon have a, have a laugh our, our calls and all that is amazing all the boys that 
lot sort of left sort of five six years ago. They still know all the calls, um, so it's pretty simple. And uh, Spread has uh, run a good ship. He let it. He, he played in the right spirit. Not much kicking. I think any kicking got penalised. Yellow carded the boss though. Yeah, absolutely. It's filthy play. Should never. It should, <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why he's on the pitch to be honest. But he, he got him off thankfully, and it was the right thing. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Um, I've tracked down Ben Moon, one of the many I've tracked down so far on the pitch. Um, describe the event for you this afternoon. Lovely atmosphere about, yeah? Yeah, it's been brilliant. Um, there's a little bit of rain uh, before beforehand, but the sun's come out shining now, and it's been yeah, a really fantastic day. It's been a, a great turnout for Sino, and uh, yeah, it's a good good bit of rugby. How many years at the club for you now? Uh, this is my 11th season now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and, and you're from through academy right through, aren't yeah. you, with Chiefs? Yeah, straight from college down Ivybridge into the academy. Then first year on loan at Taunton and then, yeah, here ever since. And in that time, I, I, was, I was talking to Phil about this, it, it must be a blur of the key moments for, for you and the club. Yeah, it has really. Um, it doesn't seem five minutes ago, you know, all these guys that are back here today were, you know, were here together, you know, winning the championship and... Uh, you know, time certainly does fly. Uh, uh, TJ been... was uh, was just saying that you all remember they all remembered all the same calls. It was kind of all just clicked back together. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, you got Tommy Ace calling the lineouts, and it, yeah, like you said, it just it just sort of fell into place. And everyone got on with their jobs. And it was yeah, it was like the old times. It was good. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Hanksy, uh, so you weren't on the pitch today. You were, were sort of managing, coaching, yeah. taking the Rob Baxter chair. A, a loose team coach, team manager kind of role, trying to organise the chaos. I'm sure I saw you dishing out bottles of Heineken. That's not what a coach does. Uh, hydration is key at this point, especially the boys today. It was, it was really hot out there, so really important they stay hydrated. And uh, the ones that come off and finish their job, they uh, had a few beers to cool down with. So what does life look like for you these days? Uh, very different, very different. Um, so I work as a teacher, qualified as a teacher and in charge of rugby at school up in London. Um, really enjoying it, really busy. Um, enjoying the summer holidays as well, which is quite nice. Perk of the role. Um, but it's great to be back and you know come down and see the boys and support what are fantastic causes. I guess uh, as, a, as a player, when you re- re- retire, you kind of the career gets, sort of goes in and you start to, to reflect back. Has today brought back a lot of memories for you? Uh, yeah, it has brought back a lot of memories. It's just great to see so many of the guys that were involved in that uh, championship winning team um, and the boys that are doing so well at the moment. You know, it's fantastic to catch up with those guys, share a few beers, share, share a few stories as well. And I hear there um, were a few beers last night. Yeah, we had a few last night, yeah, in preparation for today. And there's more uh, that will be consumed in a minute. <laughs> I think there'll be a few tonight as well. Uh, but it's great. I mean, we don't get to catch up. Boys come from all over the world. Um, so everyone's really made a big effort for Stino to support him and support his great charities. And that concludes uh, the Exeter Chiefs podcast. We're back for the new season. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, speaking to you more and more as the season uh, progresses. Congratulations again to Stino uh, for his uh, his testimonial match today. Great to be here uh, as part of that and great to talk to so many heroes of the club. Your behind-the-scenes access to Sandy Park. Thank you. The Exeter Chiefs podcast.